You're listening to Very Loose Women. Good evening, listeners. I'm Leo, and I'm joined by Soila, Nikki, and Mia. On this show, we're going to be talking about jobs, and actually mostly freelancing. We're going to be talking about freelancing. But first, as every week, celebrations and frustrations. Nikki, why don't you kick us off? I've got two frustrations. I'm going to go for the bigger one first. And that's that I got evicted. What? <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> well, I kind of got, I mean, yeah, I guess I got evicted. Like, I live with my landlord, which is already an unfortunate situation, but he's moving his girlfriend in. So he's like, you got 30 days to find a new place. I didn't really like living there anyway, so it's kind of like maybe it's for the best, but. I kind of wanted to do it on my own terms when I had a bit more energy. And now I'm like, oh, I've got to find somewhere. And yeah, and then to add insult to injury, soon afterwards, the heating and the hot water stopped working. And apparently they're not going to come back on for a week. Why not? I don't know. I feel like it's all a big... Do you think Maybe that's part of the eviction. Yeah. Like, make sure... Like, you definitely, definitely don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> If anyone wants to offer me some hot water or accommodation, a house, yeah, just, yeah, write to us. Thank you. One four four Borough High Street <laughs> to give Nikki a home. Uh, well, I'm really sorry to hear that, Mia. Celebration or frustration? Is it going to be lighter than that? Uh, I have a celebration. So my parents just got a new kitten last week, and it's super cute. It's only eight weeks old, and it's like. I've just been playing it with it the past week. What's its name? Its name is Amesh. Amesh. So, like, everyone in our family has a name starting with AM, so we thought we'd continue it to the kitten as well. That's so cute. (laughs) Yeah, he's adorable. He's really playful. He just wants to play all the time. Mm. Soy. I'm going to not talk about the Metropolitan Line, even though FU to Metropolitan Line. I'm going to talk about, since I moved into my new house, I've not had internet for over a month. Today... I've not trialled the internet, but I've been told the internet has been installed. So, claps, claps for internet. You should definitely trial it before you celebrate. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see how... I've been told it's quite fast. Um, yet, to be, yet to be seen. Technology journalist speaking there. <laughs> my celebration... I'm actually very proud of myself this week because... I mean, I should have done it sooner, but I pitched at work. My pitch was accepted. I went and shot the piece. It was well received. I'm very happy with myself. <laughs> well like done. it was like a milestone that I should have done about two years ago, but that I've been working towards for two years, and I'm happy that I did it. Well, so well done. Yes, thank you, me. Thank you, other me from last Friday who did all of that for me. Now <laughs> that actually does segue us quite nicely onto the topic of freelancing. Some of us are part of the growing gig economy. I don't know if you want to call it that or whether that only applies to zero-hours contracts, which is another issue which we're not going to discuss today. But we're on short-term contracts, day shifts, pay on delivery, invoice, 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 or another invoice, follow-up on the invoice. You're doing this very monotonously. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us uh, are in salary positions, as in one of us. Um, So (laughs) I just thought we would speak about that and share what we do. Shall we start with the salaried position over over on the left there? I feel like I'm being shamed or something. (laughs) I work in... A women's refuge as a caseworker was like a safe house. Yeah, I was thinking about whether that's the kind of thing that would be possible to do freelance. And I think probably not, because when you're working with vulnerable people, you need to kind of have that kind of consistency. And it's really important to build relationships. It's not the kind of thing that would be easy to do on a freelance basis. But I have done some freelancing before. I did some freelance translation. So I know a little bit about the freelance life. But looking forward to learning more. Mia. Uh, So I'm a freelancer. Yeah, I'm a freelance journalist and radio producer. I write 
reviews for some blogs, like music and film reviews mainly. And then with radio stuff, I'm like an assistant producer on some Radio 4 programs. And the last piece I produced, ironically, was on Zero Hours Contract and the gig economy. It was on the new Ken Loach film, Sorry We Missed You. And then I also DJ a little bit, so I don't know if that really counts. It definitely counts. I think the beauty of freelancing, for me at least, is that it all counts. So I'm I'm also a drummer. We get paid for a gig. And I'm like, well, that technically counts. Like, it's covering our costs for getting here and all of the practice. But... I'm still being paid, so it's part of my work, which is nice. It like it creates an inclusive atmosphere for, mm, yeah. for for what it is that you do. It doesn't have to be one thing. Soila. So yes, as I'm sure you can tell, listeners, I'm also freelance. I very recently became like full time freelance, and when I say that, I mean I have a full time job, but I've been long, well, short term contracted, and I'm working nine to five hours. Which when I was before full time freelance was just like really not making it work freelance. Yeah, I've got experience of both, but I really, I don't like it. Yeah, you don't like no, freelance, like, but you don't like... I think there's there's pros and cons, isn't there? And, yeah, we'll um, get into that. We'll get into it's that. It's a but, question for later, Sailor. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's my kind of... And it's journalism, it's audio production, it's research, it's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same as everyone, except for Nikki here. I am a freelance journalist and a radio producer. I'm a desk producer, mainly, so I work in video news uh, for an agency, and then... What I quite like about freelancing is that I also do lots of other things. So I do research on radio for radio. Um, uh, I do recording sometimes. I also shoot my own pieces in video. I've done investigative work in print and in radio. Yeah, I've done photos. It just like you just, just sort just of very, I think yeah, you're very multi skilled as a freelancer. I you you sort of, of have to be mm. to be able to get jobs. It's just like yeah, I can do that. Mm. Sure, like I can fill that gap that you need very filled very quickly, mm. and then you're there, and then you're doing it, and it's quite exciting. I, I like that aspect to it. Do you feel like for those of us who who freelance uh, that it chose you or did you choose it? Like how how did that how did it happen? I was working in a shop and wanted to get back into journalism and there was this internship that came up and I applied for it and I got it but they were like oh you work for us full time as if you were employed by us but you'll be freelance so you have to sort out your own taxes and stuff like that and so I guess it was that kind of both I chose to leave my job in a shop but so that, that was just, like a fixed salary position. Yeah, and then became freelance. And after after that, I've I've been freelance since. And that's about two years ago. So a bit of a short while. Mia? I kind of feel like it chose me, but I feel like if you're choosing journalism, then I feel yeah. like you're kind of choosing freelance. Like, I don't know many people that go, like, go into working in journalism, like, with on a like paid contract or anything like that. I feel like you have to do it like gig by gig and sort of build up your portfolio yeah yeah i don't know i would kind of like to do something with a bit more stability over like a longer contract but then again i do change my mind about things quite frequently and i'm like so i feel like in a way it is a bit more suited to me because i just kind of take it booking by booking and see like sort of see how i feel yeah yeah it's got that advantage when you were doing the translations nikki did was that sort of you wanted to see what it was like or you didn't want a full-time job at that time like um it was more of a side hustle yeah. at that time, yeah, because I was working less days a week than I am now. So, yeah, it was just something extra. And also, it was like a kind of, it was also because I wanted to keep my Japanese up, and I was like, well, I can do this, get paid for it, and also, like, 
keep up the language at the same time. So that was kind of part of it. But to be honest, like, I found it quite difficult to kind of motivate myself to do it. I don't think I'd be a very good full-time freelancer. Like, I like going into work and having my team there that I see every day and, like, that kind of routine, I think, works for me. Yeah, you definitely acquire, like, a more flexible work family. Like, it changes the dynamic a lot. I've been sort of going back to the same desk now for about almost a year and I actually really like going in and seeing these people because it's like a really nice atmosphere and the reason why I keep going back is like as a freelance you have that choice not to it's just because I really like them and it's nice to have like oh you know you go in and you're like chat how are you and all of these things I would say I'm very far on that I chose the freelance life it actually took me a really long time to accept that it was okay I think I always tried to like push myself into these like I am this so I like trained to be a teacher I was a librarian for two and a half years and deeply deeply unhappy at that time like very very strongly unhappy I'm not sure if that's grammatically correct but that's how unhappy I was I I remember like at the time when I was a librarian my my ex had this theory that there are cottage people and mansion people and some people like I am an artist and they go into the big, big artist mansion and they discover all the rooms throughout their life and then there are some people who are just like oh look at this cottage and this cottage and then this little house um and I'm very much like I've just learned to accept that I'm not someone who's like this is my thing and then I do it and then that's all I do I like having like all my ears and eyes out and looking around and seeing what could be there and freelance life really lends itself to that you can always be open to like new jobs but I mean the flip side is that you're always looking for jobs and you're always like keep like you're always alert through journalism you can sort of do that as well you can be a bit more um, flexible yeah what do you think the pros and cons you mentioned so yeah what do you think they are for you Oof. of freelancing i like spending time in the week to just do stuff when it's not busy like so i've recently learned to drive and i love driving Sorry to the environment for that. But I hate driving on, like, Saturdays when there's people around. And so that sounds really selfish. Yeah, it was just things like that and other little things. You can have your own little schedule. You can get up at midday. Although yeah, I don't advise I love that. a lion. I love a lion, but haven't had one in a while. My partner's freelance. She gets up very late, and yeah. I'm always like, oh, it's 7 o'clock. Let's yeah. all get out of bed and like, now. I can make my own... I can make lunch instead of having to go and... I mean, I can make lunch anyway, but, like, it's just... It's impractical to go down to the basement to heat up food when yeah. there's those people there and all that kind of stuff. I think that's the pro of it, but the con of it is the insecurity. Like, I really hate job insecurity, and I think freelance... It's especially when you're starting out is really, really difficult. I've had to learn so much about being an adult, scheduling time and budgeting and putting stuff in a little piggy bank for the tax man. I don't know. And I, I just for me, I prefer to have I think that security overrules the flexibility. Yeah. What do you think the pros and cons are? Yeah, I kind of agree with Soy in terms of like the insecurity is is a big factor, I guess. Yeah. I think when I'm doing the work, I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. I'm like, this is such a fun project. Like, And you get really invested in it. And then, well, I guess like in radio as well, there's such a quick turnaround. So it's like you do work on something and then produce it really quickly. And then, like, before you know it, well, I'm currently out of work. So yeah. I sometimes can get into, like, a bit of a slump with that and be like, oh, my God, I can't do anything. don't have any skills. Why do I not have work? Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, <laughs> I guess. It's depressing. And I think the mm-hmm. other thing is that, People, employers don't, especially in journalism, I don't think treat freelancers with respect enough to pay them on time or give them um, adequate 
working conditions. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think I found difficulty in that as well. Definitely and they can sometimes call you in with such short notice. Like the freelance work I was doing was in Manchester. And sometimes they would say like, oh, can you work tomorrow? And I was like, I can, but like I have to put train tickets. And so they do sometimes ask a lot of you. It's hard to say no as well. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're not working that day, saying no feels really stupid. Mm. Um, whereas, like, and like I got really sick on Friday, like, very, very sick. And I think this stint, I'm going to be working for something like nine days straight, mm. maybe more than that, 12, perhaps. Anyway, because I worked over the weekend, I didn't want to say no to that job because I really, really wanted to do it. Um, but I was, like, passed out Friday night because I was so ill. Like, I ate food and I could no longer be awake because I was also digesting food. We all know about me and my bowels. Um, <laughs> but I, but it's it's just, like, you can't say no to stuff because that's, like, good money. It's something you want to learn. It's something you want to do. And, like, I love doing it. So it just, like, means that you could have burnout. You could, like, you know, I, I know that I can't keep going at this rate for, mm. like, another week because I will just, like, not be okay Take after that. Yeah. And it's like, you really need to know your limits. And sometimes because the money's there, you're ju- you like choose to override them a little bit too much. Yeah. Or I say you, me. But then like the other, the other frustrating thing is like, if you do get really sick, you don't get, you, don't get paid. You, can't take, yeah. you can't take leave just yeah. to have a rest. You can a take a rest, but you just definitely you're don't get paid, paid for it. it. And I yeah. just think that's also problematic. Yeah. yeah. For me, there are real, real pros. Like, there are a few people who I work with who, like, come back to me with work, and I really love working with them. There are, like, I think three at this point of, like, people who are just... They're either managers or producers or other journalists who, like, I find very inspiring that they offer me work and we just have a really good synergy. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that, I spent two days in a place where I was asked to rip YouTube videos and then put branding <laughs> on them from, like, other people's YouTube videos. The boss was super abusive. I just never went back. I'm like, this is boring work and people are dicks. I'm not interested. And you do have that sort of flexibility, mm-hmm. I think, as a freelance. To and then say, you feel bad when you turn down that, when you have to turn I did not feel bad another... turning down that. I was like, I'm never, no, the work ever for the people you like yeah oh no I yeah yeah Yeah. I mean if it comes up and you're already booked then like I have a sort of first come first serve thing with my time so I think yeah that's I was like quite a strong rule um and I've overridden it once and it went very badly for me I'm happy I did it in hindsight Mm -hmm. but yeah you get tough decisions like that as a freelance for sure kind of already answered that Nikki so we don't need to (laughs) what do you think the pros and cons are (laughs) because you said like that it's you can't be a freelancer around vulnerable people that would be sort of it's not kind to them in a way so like mm. it doesn't lend itself to certain jobs that being said though it's not exactly freelancing but like when I used to work in in care like there were loads of people that were on zero hours contracts and the, there would be different people coming in every day so it's not like it doesn't it's happen. not like it doesn't happen it's like it does ideal. happen but it's, I think for, also for the people that are doing that kind of work like you can't work with loads of different people at once because you only have so much emotional energy and so much like time that you can give to people so I think it kind of makes sense when you're doing that kind of work to do it for one one group of people and one organization but yeah it definitely doesn't always Pan work up. like that so how, how does freelancing make you feel you you touched on that a little bit Mia in terms of like there are days when you're not working you don't feel so great but then when you do you get really excited I know that I sometimes feel very overwhelmed and like to the point of like I push myself where it's like well, this evening I didn't have a proper meal because I wanted to like come from work to here that's just being busy that's not about freelancing that's on a 10 to 6 and also like but but I know that I like sometimes I get so anxious that I can't eat as well like there are like Things that I don't balance very well, but on the whole, I'd say that freelancing, like, 
you know, it lets me take time when I need it and then lets me be quite alert all the time, which is Mm -hmm. something that I need because I need to be like always looking and stuff. And when I'm not working, I tend to go a little bit rusty or when I'm doing something repetitive when I was a librarian, I went very rusty in the brain. It was very unpleasant. (laughs) And so I don't know how, 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 how do you feel around uh, freelance work and the sort of how it affects your, your mood, I guess? Mia, you said something earlier. Like when you when you're doing it, you feel positive. Well, if you're doing a, the job job that you like, you'll feel much more positive and that kind of thing. There's other freelance work which I've hated with a passion and could not wait to finish. I don't know if it feels very draining sometimes or the lack of stability, perhaps. Yeah, is it's, what well, is draining just, I'm you? I just feel like there's this constant for me personally yeah. underlying worry. Like, what if I'm not paid on time? Because some people are great at paying, but what if I'm not paid on time? What if this takes me longer and I can't negotiate a higher fee or kind of an extra day and that kind of thing, so... Two more questions. Mm-hmm. Is, are there any tips that you would pass on to anyone, this is for all of us, who's joining the workforce, like John over here? Have you got any tips to people who, like, who haven't... Um, sort of either freelance or, or had a job before who, who you know, I know you've had jobs. <laughs> John, the engineer, has had jobs. I just want to make that quite clear. You know, what you've learned, I'm, I'm 31. I would say to little me, 20-year-old me, that it's okay not to know what it is that I do. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to say I'm this. And my biggest tip is really to focus on, like, what you can and what you like doing just day to day and then not think Mm -hmm. about the grand scheme of things because I got very bogged down in that in my sort of early work life. And then also the trite stuff of, like, you know, most people don't know what... Trite? I've not heard that word in a while. Trite, yeah. Trite. Yeah, you think, like, sort of a fridge magnet stuff. Like, Mm. most people don't know what they're doing and it's fine to ask all of those things. Like, most people are blagging it. Definitely all of the people in politics, but everyone else also everyone's blagging it all the time um unless you have a very like strong qualification like architecture in which case i would say probably not but i don't know um so (laughs) what 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 sort of tips would you tell little you a 20 year old you i know that you're very little sort of (laughs) it's not fair maybe 15 year old you (laughs) (laughs) i'm not 20 yeah i would agree with what you said that like you don't have to know what you want to do and also that like work is not everything like with my job like I I see it as like if someone asks me what I do I see that as part of it but there's lots of other things that I do that I see as equally as important as that and I also think that like in three years I'll probably be doing something completely different even if it's like using the same kind of skills so yeah just do everything Mm. yeah that's a a really good point don't take shit sorry (laughs) don't take sorry everyone don't take bad treatment yeah from your bosses that's really important i've been making the show for 10 years um i drum now yeah i did one night of stand-up but i'm many things yeah <laughs> i'm definitely not a stand-up comedian mia um <laughs> is there any are there any tips to to little mini you just knowing that it's okay to say no sometimes like like you were saying like if, like a lot of people want to book you at a certain time and then just kind of prioritize um whatever's most important at the time and also I know it's cliche but I guess like know your know your worth Mm. and yeah like don't be afraid to like ask to be paid what you think you deserve ask the rate before definitely before you agree to work ask the rate I would say like as a freelance that is a must like it's it would seem so obvious to me that I didn't even you know say it but like that's so important yeah. yeah, I think well, more in, like, DJing more than, like, journalism, like, sometimes you do have to, like, chase people for payment because it isn't, like, there isn't, like, a proper, like, contract or anything. Mm. 
my top tip is know your rights. If you can join a union, join a union. Know that when you send in a contract, how to write it legally and put a clause in, which is the um, links to the late payments and commercial debts, debts act of, uh, I can't remember the year, but remember that. So if you're not paid within 30 days, then you can charge a late fee. Gear up on that knowledge. And I think the other thing is put away about 20% of what you earn into a tax fund. You will never need that much for tax, but um, it's always good to feel secure about money. And I think that's a, that's my tip. Practical that tips. Serious. Yeah, serious. Serious tips. tips. I just Full want to hear guide. one more thing before I sign off. Nikki, you said something earlier about how you'd like work to be structured. I just wanted you to share that as a like, final sign off. Okay, as a the, final The work of the future, what's it like? Yeah, I was just thinking that like I would like the economy to be structured in a way where like especially listening to all of the things that that you all do as well where where everybody could to do that kind of thing without having to think about like how much they were getting paid so that we could have some kind of income coming in and that yeah because there's lots of things that I would like to do as well in a more kind of self-organized way not necessarily for a charity or an organization but just with others so yeah to have be able to do that have more flexibility yeah. like that uh, that's it from Very Loose Women uh, thank you so much for listening thank you so much Soy, Nikki uh, and Mia and to the engineers John and Paddy and Re- Resonance 104.4 FM follow us at VLW Radio and everything please thanks yep. <laughs>